hello welcome you are listening to dr shushma singh today in unit 9 the household and the family we are going to start our lecture with topic the myth of disintegration of joint family sociology shared with social anthropology the unlinear evolutionary path that the family was to take over time many evolutionary path in his ancient law on the origin and nature of human society was summed up in a famous shift from status to contract for many the movement from the status to contract might be visualized through the movement in the institution of marriage centered on family and kin to individual choice the ensuing family eventually became a nuclear one with a strong con- conjugal orientation like the christian nuclear family he found in the indian joint family the earliest form of the patriarchal family bacofen and eagle disagreed with the many view in the certain way as their ancient family was matriarchal eagle was influenced by the morgan conjecture of the later days patriarchal family formation he is well known for attributing the women's historic fall from grace with the formation of the institution of private property and the patriarchal monogamous family yet they all remained evolutionary in their perspective regarding the institution of the family even though the charge of assumed evolutionist perspective was to be dismissed there is another analytical trend that strengthens the thesis of the disintegration of the joint family the empirical data on post independent india were being unquestioningly contra- contrasted with the ideal and textual image of the three or four generations patrilineal hindu joint family A historical analysis of the family can provide interpretation of the contemporary family both of its own gradual transformation and the all-round transformation experienced by the society as a whole. Serious empirical studies of the family dealt with conceptual and analytical categories more carefully and raised issues like jointness and its meaning and variation in its various context the question of the meaning of jointness and its implications was put under critical scrutiny two major contemporary influences made a significant impact not only on the field view of the family but also on how family studies in india were to unfold over the following decades first by the turn of the 20th century population censuses were administered in many western countries and their colonies the indian census data on the household size revealed that the indian household was decreasing in size compared to the textual ideological image of the family it was much smaller than the three gener- generational joint residential unit it was understood to be secondly this datum 
along with the data on the disintegrating European family was interpreted with the evolutionary perspective on social institutions, including that of family. The view was further substantiated with the census data obtained in India to the evolutionist and Eurocentralist the census data and interferences on the Indian family were evidence of all roads leading to Rome, that is monogamy and the nuclear family were the final destination. The assumed evolutionary path of the gradual reduction in the size of the family is an erroneous one. Leslets and Wall highlight the small size of the European family in the past subsisted by historical demographers. Historical studies both in of the Europe and the Asian family have challenged the unilinear assumptions of the reducing size and the changing structure and content of the family. The well-known Parsian thesis of the fit between the nuclear family and the American industrial society which other societies would eventually follow was not only an evolutionary thesis but was also delegitimizing of other family patterns. But historical analysis in a comparative framework is also possible without following the evolutionary perspective. Weapons, Protestant ethics and the spirit of capitalism focused centrally on the origin of the modern society and conditions of its emergence rather than with a whole series of types of societies of which the modern was seen as but the latest closely related in some way though not retreating the unilinear evolutionary model of the family change was the assumption that the conjugal unity of the couple and their children with ever fewer kin ties provided the structural keystone of the system. Its in intense concentration on the socialization of the children was associated with the advanced industrial society. This family was particularly compatible with the demands of the dominant economic order of the industrial society. The developing country would also behave in ways compatible. This oversimplistic assumption was visible in the thesis of the joint family disintegration. It was devoid of serious historical data and insightful analysis. Even the large-sized family with a set of kinsmen that existed among the more influent upper class in Europe was found to be erroneously assumed. The cozy family of mom and dad and the kids assumed to be by planners and policy makers had long been declared stereotypical than real. Leslet and Walls revealed it for the European family, especially in Britain society, on the basis of historical data. 
Anderson studies recent time in England and the states that 40% of the fam people at any given point of time lived in household that did not conform to this pattern. There is a danger in viewing quantitative data too superficially, that is to look at time series for a misleading sh short period of time or to contrast quantitative data against an ideal or normative practice as was done after the initial consensus censuses in India regarding the household size and composition. Several sociologists, Desai and Shaha in particular, had picked up debates with the census data and pointed out the flaws in the interpretation of the concepts and data. Nevertheless, Shaw finds a potential in census data despite its limitations. Fitting in a nuclear family and industrialization was not a straightforward thesis in terms of Indian data. Despite the household conceptual distinction, other dimensions remained to be understood. Singer's work on adaptation to Western values and ways in a neatly compartmentalized manner to shoot the public domain without being allowed to permeate into and affect the private domain of industrialists in South India revealed the re-silence of traditional family values and norms. Adapting to Western ways and yet supporting joint family and caste values was characterized by of Singer's Indian industrial family. Though Singer's work is not a direct response to the Persian fit between industrial society and the nuclear family. It makes a strong case for an Indian family's way of adaptation. On the other hand, the issue of jointness was delinked from the sole criteria of joint residence. Thus, retaining the jointness of the family is possible without living jointly. Though nuclear residence is on the rise in what Batley calls the service class in urban India. Sharma's and Vatuk field studies in North India suggest a different pictures. They find a branch of the joint family residing separately in the city and acting as a buffer for members of the joint family to join them for studies and urban jobs. The articles of Calidate and Kapadia, Morrison and the deliberation at the Symposium on Caste and the Joint Family 2005 deal with the transition from the joint to the nuclear family. The conceptual distinction between the kinship-oriented family and the resident-oriented household led to a great deal of analytical clarity in the understanding of the family both as a social ideal and a social fact. Shah has shown that the proportion of the joint family has remained the same if not increased over the past several decades. Kolenda too reiterated the 
popularity of the prevalence of the joint family to show the kinship dimension of the household pattern is important to make meaningful analysis of the quantitative data norms and interpersonal relations are not to be left behind here we want to close this lecture thanks for listening